When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, friends. And uh, those of you who hate me, too. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. Tom is... He'll be with us later. He's just uh, attending his daughter's... I think it's middle school graduation. That should be about right. So he'll be with us soon. And uh, in the meantime, though, I'm here. You, know, you can bother me as much as you want with your questions about money and investing and protecting your dough and dealing with the confusion and the idiocy, the stupidity, <laughs> the, the people who just drive us all bloody crazy. Give me a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Calls free. It's really easy. Got a couple hours on a Saturday to spend together. And uh, before we go to your stuff, you might have missed this if you don't follow the financial news, but which we don't want you to do, by the way. But Kathy Wood, and for those of you who don't know who Kathy Wood is, she is, she has become very famous of late for her incredible performance managing the ARK Innovation Fund. Symbol being A-R-K-K, ARK Innovation ETF. It's actually an ETF. That ETF went up 157%. From the market decline at the beginning of 2020 until the end of the year. And, and it still continued to rise ever so slightly into the new year of 2021. And what happened during that wild year of 2020? A lot of money, a ton of money flowed into her fund. Why did so much money? Her inflows, uh, tw- by the end of the year, her fund grew from, oh, you know, at the beginning of the year, a few hundred million dollars. By December, in fact, in the month of December, it shot up to over $3 billion because everybody likes getting into a fund when it's winning. This is why we, we preach past tense because it's not winning. It is has won. And winning is often a matter of luck. You ever won anything because you were lucky? Hmm. Did you think you were smart? Maybe. But you knew you were delusional. Well, what happened from then is the ARK Innovation Fund proceeded to plummet. Uh, it uh, ha- Since 2021, it's lost 75, 76% of its value. So was she smart and then turned dumb? Or was she lucky and then turned unlucky? Hmm. Um, I tend to choose the latter. Well, Kathy came out and tweeted. Tweeting is the most dangerous thing an American can do. Quit tweeting. 
She tweeted, Passive funds have prevented many investors from enjoying a 400-fold appreciation in Tesla from the 1.6 billion market cap at its IPO in 2010 to 650 billion when it entered the S&P 500 10 years later. Yes, it did. Tesla soared like crazy. Is Tesla, though, going to be this big forever? Or is it possible that they're going to face some really fierce competition in the future? Well, when you look how volatile that thing has been, uh, you, you can see that it, I mean, it's, it's annual range in the past 12 months, has been between $550 and $1,243. That's volatile. But Elon Musk responds exactly, exactly right before he died. This is Musk's response. Right before he died, Jack Bogle, that's from Vanguard, said index passive funds were too great a percentage of the market, and he really knew what he was talking about. <sighs> he says passive has gone too far. So basically what they're saying is, as opposed to just buying the market, which we know has gone up. And by the way, if you owned a broadly diversified fund of equities that owned large, mid-cap, small-cap, all of those, you would have owned Tesla from just after its IPO until it got that big. You would have owned it the whole time as it grew. It just wouldn't have been the majority of your portfolio as it was ARCs, which in part caused the huge decline that she somehow forgets she's had. And I just knocked something off my desk because I'm so hand expressive. So both of these people are just dead wrong. They both, because they believe they're smarter than everybody else, they believe that there are people who are smarter than we are who can pick stocks. But the reality is far, far different. And I want to share some of that reality with you in just a moment. 855-935-TALK. are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guide to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Welcome back. Phone number 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I had no idea what kind of a graduation Tom was attending. It turns out his son is now a master of something. He's he's become a master. Master yeah, of the universe, right. master of none. I think he's kind of hurt that he found out he was graduating from middle school, middle school. or something. So. Well, you know, I can't keep up with your family. you got all these kids uh, yeah, going places. That's true. Yeah, so no, my son Taylor... Taylor, uh, who's a financial advisor for us, just uh, received his master's in uh, business administration from Northwest University. So congratulations to him. Congratulations. But big deal. He's doing so well. Otherwise, why why bother? I know. So anyway, but good for him. uh, Good for ceremony. Yeah. Hey, before, you know, Tom made it sooner than I thought. But while you were away, you know, we've been uh, we've been spending a little time chatting about Kathy and Elon and and the gang and 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 uh, and. I was about to mention, before you rudely interrupted me, that uh, pardon me. Turns out that a couple of guys from uh, from Bloomberg uh, sort of took uh, took both of them to task 
and uh, basically said they're uh, they're they're just full of hot air. What do you think? Well, they're misquoting John Bogle. Okay, first of all, Elon Musk is trying to say that John Bogle said, "Yeah, index funds are getting too big. Don't use index funds." That's not what he said. What he said is there's an inherent risk of anybody man having too much of. For Vanguard to be managing, you know, half of the publicly traded companies have half of that in their in their funds. That is, there's a danger to that. But he never said, "Oh, by the way, you should go buy active funds." As a result of that, that is outrageous. No, as a matter of fact, Bogle's point was that index fund managers were going to be voting the shares for their for that they own of the company, and that they had a public responsibility to vote those in the best interests of their shareholders and not to not to abuse their voting rights which i i think if you go back and look at at companies like vanguard other large sort of passive uh, funds dimensional etc they do a good job of that um and by the way i don't know if you saw my tweet i tweeted back to elon last night no i don't follow I saw you his tweet. I, yeah, I, I don't so follow I, you on twitter I, I wish you did i i tweeted back to him i said you know we don't, elon, you don't tweet one of the th- I, I have a Twitter account. One of the uh-huh. things I'm okay. most concerned about is there are too many people buying electric cars. More people should buy gas engines. That's really hard on the people making gas engines. Oh, and by the way, I wish more people would take up smoking because it's really hard when people aren't smoking on those tobacco companies. So let's get with it, people, and buy those actively managed funds while you're at it. So no, no, no. It. I think my my tweet was better than yours. I wouldn't be surprised. My tweet, I said, do you know how many people die every year in cars and you're contributing to that? Your cars crashed? Do you know if we would just go back to horses and buggies, we would have fewer deaths and a lot more manure to spread around? <laughs> well, there's plenty of manure around, but you might have fewer deaths. I'll give you that. So, Well, and it, you know, the whole argument is just so spurious because it's... the reality is, and this is not just us saying this. Actively managed mutual funds, in general, do not just badly, they do horribly, horribly compared to index funds and passive funds. Yeah, and I'm reading, by the way, uh, the book called The Bogle Effect. I'll have the author on our podcast next week about the life and times of John Bogle. He, he, he believes... I think I say his Eric Balshalunas. I, I got to get it down before I interview him. So yeah, I'll sound that, silly. That won't Maybe happen. I sound silly already. But um, <laughs> he, he believes that the Bogle effect, Bogle's lower fees at Vanguard and others who have copied him, have saved a trillion dollars, have saved investors a trillion dollars. So. And again, you what you you're like, doing, Elon. what you're doing by indexing is depriving these poor active managers oh. of their deserved income it's mm. all your fault they're struggling yeah. it's not right yeah it's true sorry 855-935-TALK is our phone number would you like to uh tell us your opinion of active versus passive do you sure. have one give us a call uh or let's see what we can do about your portfolio active versus passive or when anything else has something to do with money and let's get started with barry barry welcome to talking real money Hey, Barry. Hi, I got a question. Barry. Hi. You hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got a question. T, T notes. You buy them directly from the government. I are, um, but what, uh, I, I don't understand them. I haven't seen, found very much information on them. I noticed that they have very decent interest rates. Now you're talking about I bonds here? No, Treasury. Are you, he's talking about, you're talking about actual Treasury notes, right? 
Treasury two, notes, three, correct. five. Yeah, the actual they don't notes. Have much of, the interest rate's not very good on a Treasury note. Oh, now, oh, oh is, no, the, the 10 years up to over three now. Okay, all right. But you can go buy, if you want, looking for, you know, yield, you can go buy the I bond at uh, nine. Well, yeah, but that that's not locked in. Six for months. Six no, months. I think, I well, think. Barry, what do you want to know about them? I, I know a little. Don sells them out of his basement on Sundays. Well, I print them. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> okay. Uh, I haven't found much information on them. The rate I saw this week or a couple of days ago was around two something or other on a five year, which uh-huh. is a hell of a lot better with new banks. But is uh-huh. that a fixed rate? That is a fixed rate yeah. for the term of the note. Fixed rate for the term of the note. Correct. Um, how big? How much do you have to spend on to buy? I don't even know what the um, there, minimum there, purchase. Minimum is. purchase for Treasury notes is a hundred dollars. Wow. Okay. Dive through right through Treasury Direct. Uh, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh, when you buy that rate, that is your rate. And the only way to get out of a Treasury note is to sell it in the secondary market. That means go to Schwab or Fidelity or any brokerage firm and sell the note in that secondary market. So if rates go up, the bond would be worth less. If rates go down, the bond would be worth more. Make How about sense? just a nice like mutual fund or exchange traded fund where they own a lot of them? He asked know. for he asked for information I'm just putting on it Treasury out there. notes. Yeah. I mean, because what's your yield to maturity? I mean, come on, really? In a 2% interest rate world? No. I wouldn't do it. Well, you know, I, well it's, better, it's better than the CD rates and any of the IR. Yeah, yeah. CD rates I've seen. Mm-hmm. No, it's if you better. plan to buy them and hold them to maturity, it's fine. Absolutely fine. But just bear in mind, you are pretty much locked in. Uh, selling them, you could, you would, you, if rates go up, you could sustain a, su- a substantial loss, you know, five, five, ten percent. Have you noticed this year? Yeah. I mean, but, what's uh, going but on? no, they're, and they're Bond easy, prices? easy, easy to buy. The Treasury Direct website is a bit, uh, anachronistic. Uh, I mean, it really does look like it was designed back in the, uh, the, the 90s. But uh, it's Not pretty the US easy. Government. It's pretty easy to do. You just you just set up a Treasury Direct account and connect it to your checking account, and you buy them, and they they can be held there. So it's pretty easy. That's true. Yeah, that yeah, is pretty easy. But- Thanks for the call, Barry. We really appreciate it. Eight five five nine three five talk. But we do believe that you're probably as Tom said better off buying a broadly diversified fund. Yes, it will go down in value, as they have. But the nice thing is they're buying new bonds at higher rates, so your yield can go up. 855-935-DON. and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Oh, it's elephant again. Elephant alert. There's an elephant in my room. Not in this room. Yeah, no, it's over here. It's the dang oh, stock okay. market. It's in hey, my room again. Somebody get that. Go get that. <laughs> elephant. Oh, good Lord. Okay. It's not me. Oh, I'm not going oh, to try either. I was a no duck way. in the room, too. There's an <laughs> elephant and a duck. Well, you are close to Disney, so what can you say? An elephant and a duck walked into a bar. <laughs> no, you got to you got to put the the religious thing in there. Don't you? The a rabbi, elephant, and a duck, a and, a duck, duck and an duck imam and a walked into a bar. <laughs> oh my-
Oh, now you're now you're really on dangerous territory. So no, let's not. All right. Um, oh, okay. What, where were we going? Oh, we're well, going. We, we were, were, we're going to talk about, about this yeah. elephant behind me. That that's yeah, the market. I and I yeah. haven't. You know what? I honestly, the last two days, I've just like heard news stories in passing, and I I have not even had the guts to look at what the numbers look like. I, so was, you're you know, brave. Been, you're brave for looking. I can't help. I have to because people call me. But it's 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 a little like a relationship I used to have. It was up one day, down one, uh, all over the place. Uh, the fact is that it's not maybe not as bad as some people think. The S and P five hundred is down thirteen point one percent, which sounds kind of awful. Okay, I see thirteen point five on my screen now that I look. Way worse than that in twenty twenty at this point, by the way, which I think is two years ago. But yeah. if you were diversified among big and small growth value, all those sort of things, international. You're down nine and a half percent. Here's the part that's still very strange. Now, maybe not strange because, in light of what's going on with interest rates, the intermediate-term bond fund that I follow is down ten percent. The short-term bond fund, VFSTX, down ten and a half percent year to date. So you've got stocks and bonds down. That's a, a discomfort. To see, to, people look at their screen, they see all red, and that sometimes makes them do crazy things. So don't do crazy things. Don't pay attention. Find something else to focus on. You can focus on the weather, which is no. Don't focus on the weather. Ah, uh, there's got to be something else. Well, so and and, and the else. the arc discussion earlier that was a perfect example oh. of how people do crazy, crazy. The, the things. thing about the arc fund is she had that one year, mm-hmm. one of year huge, and everybody bought the fund after that. So basically, your experience since that has been pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. At the, uh, literally at the beginning of the year, she was a couple hundred million dollars or hundred million or so. She went to three billion. Yeah, by no, the end of the year. In, now, to her credit, she hasn't had a lot of outflows this year. People are sort of hanging on to see if we're going to get my money back. Because when you're down seventy percent, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you have to go up about one hundred fifty percent to get to, to get break back to even. even. Yeah, I mean, it's a long road forward. So, uh, you know, I hope she's right about Tesla and all these other little cute technology companies that are going to change the world. I but wish the, her well but with the, that. But, but the reality no. is she's still like every other actively uh, active manager of money. She is still doing nothing more than making an educated guess. I, I'm going to give her credit for the educated part because yeah. I think she's a very smart analyst. But the fact of the matter is it is still... Nothing more. At the end of the day, it's nothing more than a guess about the future. Because if she knew something, don't you think she would have bought Tesla and then ridden it up to maybe a thousand, eleven hundred, twelve hundred, somewhere in there, and then said, you know, I don't. I think it may be a little bit high. I think I'm just going to sell off this position, and you know, and she then she would have looked brilliant because she would have sold at the top. And she could buy back in when it got back down to five hundred bucks or whatever, and uh, you know, brilliant, a brilliant market timing manager would do that, don't you think? But they yes. don't do oh, that, especially yeah, especially after that run up. I mean, Tesla just was meteoric. So and, yeah, take your winnings and uh, move on to the next innovative company. But that did not happen. You're correct. And the reality is, over and over and over again, study after in depth study. I mean, probably the most in depth ongoing study of actively managed mutual funds is done by Standard & Poor's, and it's called the Standard & Poor's Index versus Active Study. It's done twice a year. Spiva. It's called the term for it is Spiva. Yep. 
And they do this every year. They've done it for over 10 years now. So they have 10 years worth of history. And they have found over a decade that 84% of actively managed mutual funds underperform a comparable index. That's pathetic. Why would you do it? Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, friends. Welcome back to our little get-together called Talking Real Money. I, I am one of your hosts. My name is Don McDonald. Over there there 3,000 miles away but right there literally in our hearts and minds is Tom Cobb <laughs> where you will be next week where I, I mean, will be next waits. week I will I this will. is a big big day Don's escaping his <laughs> closet I, I like catch COVID or something in the- <laughs> oh, don't even say that I was just with 2,000 people and there were about three of us who had masks on I wore mine the whole time I had a good night but anyway I got I got my, so yeah I got my series five masks or whatever they're called you know they're 95 nsv n95 n95 whatever 95 yeah so anyway join us you could you could see don in person there's still a few tickets left for retire me a week from today in bellevue so come out today come out what are we doing for the show next week am i doing it alone i don't know well no you'll i'll be there i haven't looked at the schedule yet i'm kind of figuring out what i'm going to say first (laughs) then i'll work my way into that so anyway all right 855-935 8255. That is a telephone number. That's a number you should call to talk with us here live on Talking Real Money. Uh, and I say this throughout the week in the podcast, too, because we do take calls in our podcast, but those are recorded calls that we answer or written questions that we answer. But if you want to actually talk to us live, Saturday, that is the time to do it. Saturday between noon and 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, almost every Saturday. In fact, I think it's only been holidays that, like, when Christmas falls on a Saturday, that we don't do a show. Otherwise, we're I think it's always... only happened. I think it's only happened one time. Yeah, I think we're Ever. pretty much always here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're, so. we are. Sure. we are devoted to your financial needs, ladies and gentlemen. And no, I think it's more girls. a matter of what else we're we don't have anything else doing. To do. yeah. yeah, I mean, and right now you wouldn't want to go outside because it's absolutely pouring down rain, hail. Yeah. Oh, right now, you wouldn't want to go outside here because it's 90 degrees and humid, yeah, sunny, no. really sunny. Yeah, it's yeah, the sun. Really is, awful. The sun is just beating down. <laughs> it's oppressive. It's just crushing the sunshine. Uh, so call now so we don't have to hear Don's weather report anymore, if you don't mind. I think yours Please. was first, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a good point. Okay. I raised it. I shouldn't have. Now, as as I mentioned, some people do send questions into us. They send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com, which is a magical place to visit. All kinds of wonderful things there, podcasts and video casts and stuff. Just go check it out. Uh, and this one is about uh, portfolios, which is typical of our questions. It really is. Uh, subject is, should a coworker rebalance? And this is a, uh, per- these are coworkers who are in the TSP plan. Wait a minute. So this isn't about my money. It's about my coworkers' money. Yes, indeed. Well, he 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 does mention his money. Okay. Okay. And I I think he's doing it for a coworker because I think he may Ah. be he may be flirting a little, but I don't know that. I mean, I'm reading between the lines. 
Um, <laughs> way. I'm way between okay. the lines. I, I, I recently rebalanced to 30% C. Yeah. You know that? That's the big I big do. cap stocks. Yep. 30% S. That's the little cap stocks. Small, yeah. 20% I. That's the international stocks. And 20% yeah. G. That's the government bonds. Yeah. Okay. So you're... 80% in stocks, 20% in fixed income. Correct, Amundo, sir. Got you got it. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, no, AI. Eight, but 60% yeah. of that is U.S. 60% yeah, I, I, I was getting to the stock part next. That's separate. Well, but I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to she. My coworker was asking me if she should rebalance. See, a little flirting there, I think. She is currently 91% S. Why? And 9% G. What? <laughs> that is your teeter totter portfolio well, if there ever was. And I let mean, me let me continue on one side. Let wow. me continue the the uh, missive. The S fund is down twelve percent currently, and that was when he wrote yeah. this. It's well, down more since then. Yeah. Uh, should she wait to rebalance, or should she pull the trigger and rebalance for a more balanced portfolio? Uh, we are roughly the same age and same time frame to retirement. My advice to her was. Buy S fund with your paycheck contributions as long as S is down and wait to rebalance until S is positive. What advice would you give? I would rebalance immediately to a more balanced portfolio. We give a free uh, TSP portfolio at 401411.com where you can go look and figure yeah. it out. Yeah, easy. I mean, yeah, have the S, but you might want to breed more broadly. Tom diverse. and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Got a question? We'll try to come up with an answer. If it has something to do with money. You know, although we, we, we would answer questions on almost anything just for the heck of it, just because it's fun. 855-935-8255 Actually, that's, is our that's number. that's pretty close to being true. So. Yeah, right. We don't care. We'll just just call us. We want to talk to you. Particularly Tom. He likes talking to people. I, don't I know do. That's my favorite thing. Uh-oh. I think we better be careful. I, I, I'm concerned about this next call. This next call is from somebody named Kathy. Could it Ooh, be? It doesn't start with a W, does Could it? Could it be? I hope it's not Kathy Wood. She's mad at us, I bet. Uh, hi, Kathy. Whatever your last name is, hi. welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. Holding hi. our breath. Thanks so much. Your last name's hey, not Woods, hi. is it, Kathy? No, it's not. Oh, oh. oh good. Okay. I, we yeah. can both breathe a sigh of relief. Go <sighs> ahead. Yeah, okay. Much better. Um, so I am um, basically kind of eight to ten years away from retirement. I have um, several 401ks from different employers that I worked with. But then just recently, um, I received a gift of $200,000. And I am trying to figure out what to do with that money. It's a really, you know, really terrible decision I have to make. You know, really terrible situation. But I'm just oh, looking for some I'm guidance. I'm so sorry. I feel really badly for you. And if, if you're feeling terrible and you don't know what to do with it, you could just... <laughs> Just cut it tech to Tom we'll you and Tom. Off the air, we'll give you our yeah, wiring right, directions. Yeah. That's not a problem. We don't want you to feel bad. <laughs> Thank you All for right. taking away some of my guilt. Yeah, you're welcome. There you go. What, there you what, go. What, what, what do you need the money to do for you? Well, I just want to, again, you know, make sure that I have, you know, safe and secure retirement. But 
at the same time, I'd like to have a little bit of money to go travel or when my daughters get married to help pay for weddings, you know, that kind of thing. So, but I don't want it just sitting in my checking account. Um, So, yeah, I'm just trying to think, figure out and understand my options. And this literally happened um, about three days ago. So I am kind of new in my exploration and my research. Let's talk, let's go back to your other assets. You have 401ks multiple. Do you have any other investments outside of the retirement plans? No, just the retirement plans. Okay. And how about emergency money? And my employer um, also has a pension for plans, so I'll have a pension income Mm -hmm. as well. Uh, What about emergency funds? Do you have emergency monies set aside somewhere? Um, I just have like five thousand dollars. You probably you probably need what, whole, what's your what's your annual what's your open. annual what are your annual living expenses all told? Um, let's see. Uh, about I say about thirty five thousand dollars a year. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Then I would then I would take I'd take probably fifteen of that money mm-hmm. and set it aside. That would be emergency. That's, That's what you keep in a in a high yeah. yield savings yeah. account or something. You, should you go can go online find, and yeah, set up. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I have. A, I'll look while Tom's giving you the rest. Yeah, you can go online to, and Don's going to give you a couple of options. So that would be one. There's 15 of it. Guilt assuage. That you set that aside. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, number two is what is your household income roughly? Uh, about 130,000. And are you married or single? Single. Okay. So at 130, I don't have, the, I'd have to go look. In other words, I, one possibility would be a Roth IRA for yourself. For a portion that, of it, sure. Yeah. yeah, so because you, you take that, it's money that's in a taxable environment. You invest it in a Roth where it grows tax-free. So that would be another option. Um, and then here's the thing. The rest of the money, because you, you gave us a couple of different scenario well part one is i want to make sure i have enough for retirement part two is i might want to have some money for my daughter's wedding etc 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 that's where the rubber meets the road right because you need to decide a how much more you need to save for your retirement and how much risk you need to take to grow the money for those eight or ten years before before you take the money and invest it what you should do we really need to and this is where most of the money mistakes are made is people start where we're starting right now with you. You're saying, where do I put it? And right now, you don't have any semblance of a plan. You really don't. You have a hodgepodge of these various 401k accounts, which probably should all be consolidated into one IRA so that you can build a portfolio within the IRA and without the IRA that that blends together. Your primary goal at your age, you know this, has to be having enough money put aside for retirement. But it sounds like you're going to be in pretty good shape. So the next thing you need to learn, and it is absolutely essential that every one of us know how much comfort we have, not really with risk, because we would never suggest building any kind of a portfolio that could lose everything, but how much how much tolerance you have for the volatility and that's why we created the risk quiz that we have up at talkingrealmoney.com or investry.com i would take that and then um you, really we've got to got to sit down and come up with a plan 
You need a, you've got to have a plan. You just can't throw it here and there. But, but Tom's right. And for the 15,000 or so that you have for emergencies, I just found a savings account. How much? My Banking Direct, which is part of New York Community Bank. Get this. How much? 1%. Whoa. That's a big move because it wasn't just a few months uh, ago. We were less uh, than half a percent. Uh, uh, so you can make a WAP. So that would be a good place for your emergency fund. Uh, sure. Then that, uh, that's all online. You transfer the money over. It's set there. That would be part one. Part two is I would figure out. Uh, did you look up the Roth? How much you could, uh, what the max? I always forget the max. Uh, well, Roth she's like seven, seven. What is the Roth max now? You're right. No, Roth max income. Oh, the income. Roth IRA. Oh, and she's because, single. Uh, yeah, single. I know with married, it's like 880000 I think she's okay. It's just starting to phase out. I think it's hundred and. I think it's 140 to contribute at all. I think she's in the phase out period. I think it's 140. I think it starts phasing. It starts phasing out at 129. Yeah. Okay. So she's close. Yeah. But that'd be worth looking at. That would be so. That would be another. You know, uh, depending on your age. Over fifty, if she's at one hundred and thirty, modified adjusted gross, it's sixty three hundred. It's seven thousand. Okay. If her modified adjusted gross comes in under one twenty nine, it's a full okay. seven. That's why I say she's on the on the fence there. So that would be part two. Then the rest of it, Don correctly points out, you have to say, all right, here's how much money I got. Here's how much willing risk I'm willing to take. Build the portfolio with that in mind. Retirement should always be first priority. Taking care of your kids, which is great, weddings at all, should be a very much a secondary consideration. You got to make sure you you can't borrow for your retirement. You right. got to make and sure you have the if, money for that. If house. you have enough money in your retirement plan and you're over fifty nine and a half, and you don't have the liquid cash that you need for some big expense, you can also you can always take some out of your retirement plan because that's what it's there for to help pay for life's expenses when you retire. So exactly, uh, but you've got yeah. earned income now, probably to take take care of all those. And it sounds like you're not spending all your earned income, so you're in great shape. Um, another thing, you really, since you are eight to ten years from retiring, where should she be? We're going to tell Next her in just Saturday. A We're going to tell you in just a minute where yep. you should be. Join us. Um, yep. And remember, you can call us twenty four seven at eight five five nine three five talk or live on Saturdays noon to two Pacific, three to five Eastern. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. All right. Where should Kathy Not now, Woods? Where should Kathy Not Woods be next Saturday? Where next should Saturday. she be next Saturday? Bauer Center next Saturday is uh, Retire Me 2022. I'll be there. Don will be there. You want to learn from some of the best, not just us, Apollo Lepescu, Paul Merriman. Oh, wait, wait, are you all. saying we're not the best? Uh, I'm sorry about that. But you could join us. It's relatively inexpensive, and we still have a few seats left. If you can't make it in person, then, yeah, you can go online. You can learn all the details. You can sign up. It's easy. Yeah, but if you show up, you get the sandwich. Oh. So, oh, and free parking. Go to retiremeat.com, retiremeat.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, 
the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.